All right, it's the DT difference. It's 30 years experience in the game, DT systems. E-collars we've been using for a while now, but let's quickly talk about their dummy launchers. They got the Super Pro dummy launcher and the remote dummy launcher. It's a great way for you and your dog to get ready for duck season. Loud bangs, make sure your dog's cool with gunfire before you use it. But I want you to add it to your repertoire, bag of tricks, and get you and your dog ready for duck season. It's the Super Pro Dummy Launcher by DT. Our baby Gunner Kennels. Man, one of the things that I love about Gunner Kennels is they're thinking about our older hunting buddies. Old Buck, he hangs out in a Gunner Kennel when he goes to and fro. And in his, we've got the ortho pad. He's got the old joints. And even if your dog's not old like Buck, you just want a little bit of added protection as you're rolling down the road to keep that dog from bouncing around a little bit. So the ortho pad, super huge. If you got a younger dog that may dig a little bit, maybe chew a little bit, that performance pad is going to be clutch as well. So check it out. It's the full kit brought to you by Gunner Kennels, always innovating our industry and always keeping your dog safe. Sliding the dms if you'd like to learn more about getting you and your dog into a gunner kennel all right our number one asked question is revolving around force fetch whether your dog drops the bumper or duck at the edge of the water or you failed a few hunt tests because the dog monkeys with the birds or won't pick up a bird let me help you help your dog bunch of different breeds bunch of different personalities start to finish teaching you how to do it links in the description Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Didn't sound like any of those things, but I mean, to be very honest with you, again, I'm not the world's greatest deer hunter. So like, I don't truly know what a deer grunt, I know what the artificial deer grunt sounds like, where people are like, whatever they make the sounds like, I don't know. All right, what's going on, everybody? Excited to talk to you about nubby jr now if you don't know the og original nubby it's the story of the buck i killed last year on our property and i think we did an episode on him i'm pretty sure we did yeah we talked about we'll put it in the show notes yeah maybe maybe we can find it but either way old nubby was a three on one side on a goofy three kind of kicked down kicked out it looked like someone looked like someone hit him with a baseball bat and he just grew funny well so we thought we we thought thought. it was one of those he must have gotten hurt got half hit by a car something funky and so the antlers grew funny yeah turns out it's genetic so this year's trail cam picks, we got the fancy schmancy trail cam that sends to your phone now. It turns out it is 100% genetic. So we had... We got a couple nubberoos <laughs> nub, <laughs> nubbing around the farm. Just nubbing around. So we've got a single spike. 
So one nub, single spike. We've got uh well forky on one side and a spike. Then we've got four on one side and a spiky. It's hard to describe, but like a spike on one side, like it looks like an antler on one side and then like a broom handle on the other or like a funky looking like your dog chewed on the broom handle on the other. Yeah, they're goofy, right? So it's got to be genetic. The more we've kind of talked about it and one of my buddies, Nick Hippolito, Huey, UT prize one, no big deal, perfect score, utility dog that we trained here at Lone de Chateau. Nick had a camp growing up, not far from where my home is. And he said that they would see deer in this area that had funky genetics. Really? Yeah. So it's like this little zone, this little 10 square mile, whatever, like, you know, buck deer during the rut will roam. They don't just hang out where they hang. Not so they've been miles, but wherever. Well, you're right. But I mean, like if, far away, man, if he they, hits one up over here and she goes over there, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it could span some distance. Yeah. And so genetically speaking, I got some weird booty deer. So we thought Nubby was an anomaly. We yeah. thought he was injured. Nubby was last year's deer. My first buck. Super pumped. I'm a duck hunter grouse guy i love deer hunting i love the thought of deer hunting but i suck at deer hunting i'm an avid misser i've missed a plenty deer from the old buck fever i just miss man i have this i had like a gray cloud over me man and i remember the first buck i missed i was at slippery steve salamone's house and he texts me he's like 200 yards away he's like there's a buck coming your way on a well-worn trail. Like it's coming to you. And like 25 minutes later, it wasn't even a big buck. It was like a four key or a small six point. It wasn't anything that probably most deer hunters would be like, Oh my God. Yeah. Most well, I went, were oh, like, oh, well, I saw something in the woods today. Yeah, No, I crapped my pants, totally whiffed, shot a tree, not near him. <laughs> I mean, it was like an eight inch difference of a miss. So I'm like predisposed to whiffing when the opportunity arises. And so the story of Nubby, the OG Nubby. Well, you got to go back and listen to that show. Sure. Long story short, I thought I missed, found him. It was awesome. We celebrated. It was a great, it is a great story. It yeah. is a great story. So show go notes. listen. Now. I've been home from the Master National, which was last episode. So if you didn't listen to that, that was a good one. Please listen. But I've been home for what? Four days? I got home Sunday. Like what day is today? Wednesday? Yeah. I got home Sunday evening. It's still daylight by the time I got home. I walk out into my backfield. I, I you know, take care of the dogs. They all run around, whatever. I'm like, you know what? I have been home in a month. I'm going to go look at my backfield. So I took my rifle. Definitely wasn't expecting or wanting to shoot anything. You're <laughs> too tired from driving to actually. Yeah, it's it. like if I killed someone, I'd be like, dang. I got to be up late. <laughs> right. But I'm like, well, you know, if a 10 point sitting there, I would be like, damn it. <laughs> Run back okay. quick. So I bring the rifle and I sit down. I had like 15 minutes of light left. So I went down there just to look. And there was a doe perusing around. Like, cool. Can't wait for tomorrow. 
next day comes, we train, no days off, clearly. And around whatever, two, three o'clock, I hop in a stand and it's kind of like a creek bed, willowy property line. Yep. Pine trees on one side, dead, nasty, thick, whatever on the other. But this creek bed is just a hot zone for for deer. It's a good spot. Yeah. The wind was wonky for the other spots and I didn't have a lot of time. So I'm going. Well, lo and behold, I had within 20 minutes of sitting a little yearling doe putzing around. Legit. I could have fed her out of my hand. I felt like, like, hey there. Hey girly, <laughs> come here, baby. Just freaking beautiful. I sent I took videos and yeah. pictures and like just like I'm so glad that I'm here. Just thankful that it's deer season. Thankful that I get to be out there on my property and enjoying it. Well, bingo, bango, bongo. Here comes another one. Here comes another one. And then mama, two mamas who would have been the meat ones, like, you know, I would have probably shot, were on other property. I didn't want to, not going to shoot a baby. So I didn't, but I just enjoyed watching them. And then the mother deer, the big ones that would have been meat for the freezer, never came to the property and just enjoyed watching them into twilight hours. And that was it. So I'm like, heck yeah. I was like nine deer on my first sit back. I've been home for 48 hours or less. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I'm just like, I'm in. I'm so ready to enjoy deer season now that I'm home. Sit number two was with you yes last night yeah so yeah you're right right last night nothing so they were monday tuesday was with you today's wednesday and today's one yeah so oh, last yeah. night okay so last it's night literally been a, a whirlwind yeah of yeah not huh. much time well, by the way not much sleep going on for uncle bob so i am out of it but tuesday kevin and i we split up we don't see jack I saw a grouse. Yeah, cool. That also, was, super was, cool was on my cool. property that yeah. there's a grouse dinking around, hanging That's out. That's the third time deer hunting from that stand this year that I've had that grouse bouncing around, feeding, eating berries. So cool. It's good passing the time. Yeah, I'll never shoot that. Oh, no. Yeah, that's like my pet grouse now. Yeah. He's I don't even want Andy name. to find it because then he might flush and never come back. I want him to just have his little kingdom near me. And like I heard him during turkey season drumming, but I'd never seen him. So maybe I'll sit up there just to watch a grouse. He's been there three times in a row that I've been. That's all sitting there. All right. He so that's day two. Someone needs to write him with a name. Write him with a name? Gregory the Grouse. Or something. <laughs> all right. I dig it. Gertrude? Nah. Okay. Today, I was not going to hunt this morning, but Wednesdays are the ladies who work with me. This is their morning off. So like I'm on dog duty first thing in the morning. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get up an hour earlier, let them out. And then I'm going to go sit till 8 a.m. And then I'll come back out, change, let the dogs out again, and then get to work. I was cold today. Yeah. It dropped. It did drop. Yep. Temperature did drop. But either way, I just figured like, What's another hour less of sleep when I'm already tired? I'm in. Hey, how about that Kent cartridge, baby? 
They got that fast steel 2.0. If you're not in the market for bismuth, I get it. But fast steel 2.0 is a great option for you and your dog to get more ducks in the bag. Strap them up, strap them in. Kent fast steel 2.0. Let's go. From the duck blind to the holding blind, baby, it's Purina. Our young dogs are eating the puppy blend. Large breed puppy formula should be fed to puppies from eight weeks when you get that little bundle of joy home, that little cuddly wuddly buddy, all the way to about a year old. We want that dog to develop at a good consistent rate. We don't want them to grow too fast, too soon. And so that puppy formula is gonna help accomplish that goal. It's gonna give them all the nutrients to develop their bones, their joints, their ligaments, everything right. Feed that puppy formula till 12 months old and then flippity floppity to the 3020 Pro Plan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, kick the dogs loose, they do their thing, I put them up, I get my gear on, and I half thought of scrapping it, because our good friend Ethan from Standing Stone and I were supposed to have a phone call this morning talking business, I have a lot on my plate, I'm like, you know what, I could drink coffee, knock some stuff out, come back out at 8 30 and get to train and i don't have very many dogs i don't have to be daylight till dark like summertime hours it's kind of nice right now so i'm like you know i could i could just have some breakfast and it's cold out and who needs that so you went out to the deer stand <laughs> that's right so i said no don't be a wuss wwbd what would blaine do blaine would go out and hunt cacao so I'm like, all right, I committed to doing it already. I'm already up, like rock and roll. I will say, segue, set or side note here, Blaine gave me a book that his friend wrote in the realm of ravens. Title doesn't really do much justice, but I didn't come up with a title. God bless the dude who did. Really good book. So it is a quick story. It's only like 150 pages, which is right up my alley on a true woodsman from North Georgia, where Blaine is relatively from, and bear hunter. Only hunts with a recurve, and it's his stories of hunting the Appalachian Mountains for bear with a recurve with him and his buddies. So I've got this book since the Master National, and like I'm enjoying it. It's a good freaking book. So I got the book in my front satchel. Kangaroo pouch pocket. Kangaroo pouch. I've got a uh, coffee mug. Got my rifle. You bring a coffee mug out with you? Yeah, man. It's freaking cold in the morning. I'm having coffee. Now, mind you, See, also, do sometimes my hunts get cut short because you got to, you know, get a little coffee <laughs> and you got to go back to the house. So, like, I also don't have a time that I'm going to stop. It's like, whenever it hits me, I got to go. Yeah. Could Heading be, back to the house. Could be an hour. Could could be 20 could minutes. Be, could be four. <laughs> could, be, could be a quickie. So, anyways, it's a good thing you got a porta potty on the 
on the property. On the premises? Yeah. So I climb up into the stand that I saw all those dough at night one. And I'll give a, another little mini tidbit. My property seems to be a night sit property. Our back field with the pond and it was alfalfa and clover and grass and pond and whatever. They seem to come here at night and leave early morning and go to bed on neighboring farms with bedding areas. We don't have a lot of bedding areas on my property. So it's come at night, leave before daylight and they're gone. So all the morning sits in the last couple of years have been very uneventful. That's also why I almost bagged it and didn't go this morning. It's like, well, I, how many times have I done it and don't see Jack? Yeah. I'd rather work on business. And I promised Ethan I'd call him and I could have some eggs. And But I went anyways. So I'm sitting there. Daylight cracks. Well, it's going to be like every other morning. I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. I start reading the book. And like every paragraph or two. Which takes, you know, five minutes or so. Five, five, <laughs> ten minutes. I'm not the smartest guy in the classroom. So I'll look around. So paragraph goes by, kind of just peek around. I'm listening the whole time. Back to reading. I also find that it's, to me, sometimes with the advent of our smartphones, sometimes I'll get caught up scrolling, answering messages, text message comes through. Like, that's not deer hunting. Yeah. So I feel like the book idea it's quiet time. It's good. Like I'm not a screen timing, like a meathead. So reading this book, I'm enjoying this book and in the realm of Ravens, shout out number two for this gentleman, whatever his name is, you can find it on Amazon, 18 bucks. <laughs> Cause I accidentally stole Blaine. So I had to order him one in the tree stand today. <laughs> Whatever. 720, 715. I hear that was that yeah what the frig i go okay i mean there's some cows nearby yeah that you can hear there's some there's horses, horses that are always pushing around through the grasses and yep there's dogs yeah there's cars didn't sound like any of those things but i mean to be very honest with you again i'm not the world's greatest deer hunter. So like, I don't truly know what a deer grunt. I know what the artificial deer grunt sounds like where people are like, <laughs> whatever they make the sounds like, I don't know, but I hear, mah, mah, mah. huh? The hell was that back to reading? Cause I mean, I'm, I'm looking around. I don't see anything. I'm like, must've been like hearing things, something. I don't know. And I, I am watching. I'm not an idiot. I'm looking. Nothing. Ten minutes later, here comes a doe. I'm like, dang. Heck yeah. Now I have a doe tag. I mean, game on, technically. But it's the rut. And I kind of have this little, like, thing in my head that I'm going to wait. And still just go after doe tag. We might as well let some decoys run around the property. Well, just I don't know, right? Like I'm, I'm not in a hurry. This is day three. I've, I, I'm just not in a hurry. I'm, I'm enjoying being in the woods finally with some quiet time. So, I'm enjoying watching these deer do deer things. I thought the wind was blowing towards her. I thought she smelled me. 
that's why she hustled her bustle. Then she stopped and she's staring at me. Probably. So the wind was blowing toward you? Towards them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my gosh, she must have winded me. And I didn't, she didn't, or anything, or stomp, or nothing, just bounded 20 bounds and then stopped and is staring at me. So I'm like, I pull up the rifle and I'm looking through the scope and I'm like, interesting. And she's kind of looking behind her and then at me. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I mean, I, I don't have a shot and I'm not gonna. I just already told myself I'm not gonna. You never know. Maybe I will. <laughs> like, I don't know. How, so, like, how far away? 60, 70 yards. But it's like, well, oh, it's, it's very three, thick. Three, yeah, yeah. Yes. It, it's pretty thick. So it's like a lot of deadfall, old, nasty pine that has fallen over. And so there's a lot of stickers. And in certain areas, it's great shooting lanes. In other areas, it's like you're you're catching glimpses. And then, again, you got that creek bed that they're cruising on. She was nowhere. It's just like I'm literally looking at a face looking at my face from 60, 70 yards away with the wind blowing towards her. I'm like, well, there, good time, huh, honey? Like any second now you're going to go suck it. See right, you later. Right. 30 seconds, a minute later, here comes another doe. I'm like, dang, cool, two. And I can half-ass see this one. I know it's a doe, but I can't really see it. And then like you see a piece of it and... I can't track where it is, but now I know there's two. Right, right, right. But I can still see the one looking at me. Eight seconds, 30 seconds later, here comes another deer following him, slower, not bounding. Cool. Three deer. Heart was racing during the first one. Again, we're talking about buck fever, Bob, who blows it and misses. So heart skyrockets. Comes back down because it's a doe, and I'm going to be patient. Heart skyrockets, doe number two, comes back down. Heart skyrockets, number three, comes back down. Realize it's got antlers, heart skyrockets again. So I'm like, Daddy, it's a buck. It has points. It's got some action. It's a mister. It is a dude, at least on one side. Hence, Nubby Jr. So did you know he was nubby at this point? No. You didn't know he was nub like. No. So he yeah. was coming towards me on the side of the four points. Gotcha. So eight point buck, right? Four on one side, four on the other. Or so you're yeah, yeah. Right. So I see the one side. So now I'm like, again, heart skyrockets, adrenaline spikes, but it is so dang thick and the other two doe have not moved now. I'm ready, but I'm no shot. Not even an ounce of like shooting ability. Right. Adrenaline comes back down. You do not have an ounce of shooting ability. Thank you. Right. Right. That's how I feel. So adrenaline comes back down, taking a deep breath, enjoying the moment, watching them ready, but not thinking it's about to happen. And then the doe who's been watching me, nonchalantly starts walking towards me and like horseshoes back towards the way she came, but much closer. So does that make sense? Like, yeah, she hits she, like a button hook and starts to go the other way, but is 
coming towards me. Right. Right. So instead of 60 yards, now she's 45, 40, 30, and now is in like a clearing, plain as day, grazing, hanging out, wide open. So I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Keep following, baby. You sweet talking him during this time, or are you just no? I'm I'm shaking like a leaf. Yeah, okay. I don't know what the other deer is doing. The other doe. I'm watching her, and I'm tracking him because it's so thick. I've got to like keep a beat on him because you're catching pieces of brown, pieces of brown, pieces of brown. I don't know what he is other than that one side of that I think is a four or a six. Like you can't tell. You just he's got antler. He makes that same turn she does, and I'm like. Okay. Now I'm ready. Now it's play uh, ball. Now it's time to like guns up. I'm ready. You're shouldered. Shouldered, looking down the pipes, looking up, trying to find him, tracking him, look back in the scope, find him, track him, look back, he, and then he disappears. Find him, track him back into the scope, find him, track him back in the scope. And so again, my adrenaline was high. Now it's coming down because it's like cat and mouse. I, I can see him now. I can't. I can see him now. I can't. I can't. It's just too thick. And again, I foreshadowed the story with I miss. I have missed. And I have a very low ego on my marksmanship. Now, duck hunting, I'll shoot the hell out of a duck, man. Clay birds, I got you. I feel pretty good about that. Deer hunting, not good. Not confident. He steps out. I look at his shoulder. I'm calm. Squeeze the trigger. It surprised me when it went off. Like all the things you should be doing. There he goes. I'm like, son of a bitch. Happened again. I missed. Now the doe are going, hey, where are you going, dude? Like, yeah, yeah. Thought we were going about to have some fun, guy. I could have shot, you know, they were like right there hanging out. Didn't know I was there. They just were like spooked for a second and they just were like, hmm, back, back to, to eating. Yeah, yeah. You know, no big deal. And I watch him bound off, seemingly unharmed, tail up, crosses the four-wheeler walking path into another little patch of woods. I see him stop, look around, walk off a little bit, and then I can't see him anymore. Just didn't look like a hurt deer. Meanwhile. Rewind a nubby one. Thought I missed him. Had a Patreon Zoom meeting that night. Sky like scoured. I tracked him for a couple hundred yards. I don't want to ruin the story, but tracked him for a couple hundred yards. Now I got a Patreon Zoom meeting I got to be on. So now I, I'm sitting there. I'm shaking my head. I'm like, man, I felt good about it. Felt good about the shot. I felt calm. I mean, I know there's a lot of branches and things. Maybe hit a branch. Maybe I clipped a tree. This wasn't meant to be. I'm just glad he's not hurt. All right, when you're looking for supplies to help you and your dog train, we've got you covered. It's LoneDuckOutfitters.com. It's a no-brainer. You can Google it. No biggie. Link's going to be in the description to make it even easier. Whether you need bumpers, launchers, e-collars, swag, LoneDuckOutfitters.com. Check it out. We appreciate all your support. I climbed down. I go to where he was shot. I see where all the leaves are kicked up or shot near. See where all the leaves are kicked up. No blood, no hair. Follow the tracks. No blood, no hair. 
no blood, no hair. So I'm like, damn. You're just looking at leaves and where they're like, maybe a footprint, maybe not. But there are also two other doe in there, that same region. Are they his? Are they hers? I don't know. So I climb back in the stand and I'm trying to see what tree region where I saw him last. As I'm up there, I see three black Labradors and a yellow Labrador named Prairie run through the woods (laughs) and Terry is taking the dogs for a hike where I'm hunting. So I'm like, hey, oh, up here. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to climb down. And this is a life lesson for me. Don't do this ever again. But I'm like, I missed it. He jogged off, tail up, didn't look hurt, ran off. Now, luckily, it's 30 degrees here. Yeah, it was cold today. Real cold. But I'm go to work. She and I walked out of the woods. Prairie was all about going into those woods. And I kept her out of it because I didn't want to bust up more of my woods with our scent and dog scent than already has been. So I'm like, no, you know, get out of there, get out of there, get out of there, get out of there. Let's go. Go to work all day. Felt good about that. And then my buddy Nick is like, dude, sometimes those rifles at close range it might not be bleeding much. You got to follow up more. You didn't follow up enough. And hindsight 2020, like looking in the mirror, you're right. I didn't really track it. I was going to keep tracking it. And then Kerry busted my hunt up. And it's like, I didn't feel good about it. I feel like I'm a loser and all these negative thoughts come in and I missed. So I didn't really track it, which shame on me because guess what? I did. And I am thankful And I feel like if it was a warmer day, I probably would have done more. It was cold as hell. Totally thought I missed. I didn't find any sign of any impact. Long story short, I learned a valuable lesson. Trust yourself. Always follow up your shot. Always do the nth degree of tracking until you cannot track any further, which I did with Nubby. I mean, shoot, it was like late. I'm like cell phone light through the woods, marking every tree and every spot of blood. And that was a different buck. But you know what I'm saying? Like I yeah, went yeah. No, I know. nth degree. Do. Yeah, yeah. And today I just was like, you know what? I'm a freaking loser. Like I sucked. So Hippolito said, don't give up. Go back. Shame on me. It was 80 yards away from where I had shot it. And right where Prairie. And pretty much right where Prairie wanted to go. So the in other at. thing is trust Prairie. <laughs> the other thing is trust Prairie. And cleaned him up. That'd have been a hell of a retrieve. Phenomenal, cool buck. Like he is nubby dose. It must be genetics. He has beautiful four on one side, and then he's got a nubby four on the other. He looks like it's a cluster of alders in like a woodcock thicket where like the trees are grown up out of like the same tree where it's like five trees in one tree. Yeah. That's what, that's what his, that's what his one side looks like. Yeah. So I'm calling him an eight point because technically to the math, he's an eight point, but it's an ugly ass eight point. It's cool on one side, but the other side is just four thingies, (laughs) (laughs) some danglies, some four nubs, man. So we got nubby junior. I'm thankful for the opportunity. I'm thankful to have watched him chase doe. I'm thankful for the meat that Kevin and I got to enjoy tonight. Yep. 
And the rest of the year, it's going to provide us on many more podcast nights. Yeah. So Nubby Jr., this one's for you, bud. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that it's very clearly genetics. Genetics. I kind of do too, but I kind of wish I had normal. I know, but it's, I don't know. We we might might end up having a whole load of nubs. You know, I don't know, arrogant, whatever. How cool would it be if we had a few different Euro mounts up on the wall of like cousin, nub one, nub two, nub three, uncle? (laughs) It'd be cool, but man, I'm not belittling the fact that I took a deer and I'm going to enjoy its meat, whatever. So it is what it is. But it's funny looking at the trail cams, we got many genetically weird antlers around here. And I wouldn't mind if they were more normal. I don't need giants, but not. It doesn't like look, it. look on Instagram at Lone Duck. You're gonna be like huh. Nubby Junior, and you're look gonna be like, hmm, one side looks cool, the other side, he's, I don't know, man. <laughs> he's he's lacking. <laughs> he's lacking. Anyways, it was an awesome hunt. I'm sad that my deer season is it's not over, but it's mildly over. Like I got, got a, a doe tag. I got a doe tag, but you need a doe tag. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, you know, I'm not going to push the pace. I'm going to grouse hunt and duck hunt and work. So on one hand, it's like, cool that I didn't spend a boatload of time in the deer woods because now I can enjoy duck and grouse and some of the cool work projects that we got going on. But on the other hand, it's like, if it was another couple of days of enjoying quiet time in the woods, I wouldn't have hated that either. Yeah. So here's to fall. Here's to November. Here's to the rut. Here's the Nubby and Nubby Jr. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If you enjoyed this show, do us a favor. Leave a comment into, uh, I don't know, Apple and Google Play or wherever you leave them. Do us a favor. Google. Hit a Google review. That'd be cool. I guess. That's what Kevin says. Kevin's the Google review guy. Patreon. We appreciate everybody who's joined that. We are gearing up for our Patreon hunt that is in about a month, man. Like. Almost to the day. Almost. Almost to the day. Our Patreon hunt. So anybody who's on Patreon is able to enter this kind of stuff. One lucky person had a giveaway hunt. So super cool. Great community. Help me help you. And we're and getting to Christmas time where we do Christmas Patreon giveaways. Christmas That's probably giveaways. my favorite happy hour of the year. Uh, that gets a little rowdy. We have a little Santa Claus. Santa Bobby. Yeah, coming down your chimney, baby. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, thank you so much for being supporters of the show, and we'll see you in the next episode. Hey, if you haven't done it already, jump into patreon.com forward slash Lone Duck Outfitters. If you enjoy the show and want to support the show, if this show has helped you and your dog grow together, if you enjoy our Instagram, if we've helped you at all, it's like buying me and Kevin a beer and you get more one-on-one from me. You get content that doesn't hit Instagram or YouTube and it enters you to win a free hunt with me and Kevin in Missouri this duck season. So jump on, links in the description. We'd be happy to have you and love to help you.
Hey listeners, Nick Larson here, host of the Bird Shop Podcast. As fans of this show, you may be interested in the conversations on the Bird Shop Podcast, where we discuss all things upland hunting, from upland birds and their habitat and conservation, to the shotguns, bird dogs, and gear used to pursue them. Whether you're a seasoned upland hunter or just getting started and wanting to learn more, I interview a wide range of guests, each with their own unique perspective and valuable experience to share. If you're on the hunt for more upland hunting conversation, please consider subscribing to the Bird Shop Podcast today. Thank you.